Hi, welcome to Praise FM. Thank you so much for joining our service today. We are super excited to have you here with us. God bless you as you listen. Amen. Father, let it fall. The fire of success, O oh Lord, let it fall. The fire of dominion, O oh Lord, let it honor, Lord. We give you all adoration, Lord. Please accept our thanks and worship in the name of Jesus. As we go into your word, we ask, O oh Lord, that the entrance of your word will shed light. And cause, O oh Lord, all forms of darkness to dissipate. We pray, my Father, my God, that everybody in this service tonight will begin to burn brightly for you. In the villages, they shall shine brightly. In the cities, they shall shine brightly. On this campus, they shall shine the brightest. Wherever you find a believing amen, let such an individual outshine all others. 
At the end of it, Lord, all the glory shall return to you. All the shame to the devil. And all the joy to we, your children. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to say amen three times and end it with fire. Every prayer I pray for you tonight, when you say amen, you will say amen three times and you will end it with fire. I hereby decree, as the mouthpiece of the Most High God, the fire that will fall upon you tonight will set you apart for greatness. It will set you apart for success. It will make you greater than your forefathers. Elijah said, if I be a man of God, and as he spoke, fire fell. His father was a nobody. But today, we still talk about Elijah. I stand here as a mouthpiece of the Most High God. Because of the fire you will catch tonight, for generations to come, people will celebrate your God. That's your family name that nobody knows today. In a short matter of time, it will be celebrated all over the world. If you believe it, let your amen be the loudest. Please be seated in the presence of the Most High God. If you want to appreciate God, appreciate God. I count it a great privilege to be in your midst tonight. I wouldn't miss it for the world. And I thank God for making it possible for me to make it. And I believe that there's somebody under the sound of my voice. That God, even before he created the heavens and the earth, had scheduled tonight to be your night. That your era of failure has come to an end. Your era of stagnancy has come to an end. As the fire of God falls upon you tonight, every rope that has bound you, that has kept you in perpetual failure and stagnancy, the fire of the Most High God will consume it forever. Oh, you've forgotten you have to say amen three times. Whilst I happen to be holding the microphone right now, I wouldn't be able to do so without the spiritual support of our chaplain in the house. Please help me to appreciate the grace of God upon her. And our dear pastor that ministered earlier on, Pastor Emmanuel, God bless you, sir. More grace and anointing. And our zonal coordinator, CRM, let's appreciate God for him. 
and all of my ogres in the Lord, my fathers in the Lord, and my mothers in the Lord. Please appreciate the grace of God upon their lives. Also appreciate the best RCF choir in the nation. Wonderful, wonderful. Please appreciate them once again. And I have no doubt that this is the best campus fellowship in the entire nation. So appreciate yourselves. Appreciate yourselves. God bless you, sirs. God bless you, mass. Quickly open your Bibles with me to the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 33. Second Chronicles, chapter 33. I read from verses 1 to 17. Second Chronicles, chapter 33. Second Chronicles, chapter 33. I read from verses 1 to 17, the New International Version. Manasseh was 12 years old when he became king. And he reigned in Jerusalem for 55 years. And he did evil in the eyes of the Lord, following the detestable practices of the nations the Lord had driven out before the Israelites. He rebuilt the high places his father, Ezekiah, had demolished. He also erected altars to the bowels and made Asherah poles. He bowed down to all the stereo hosts and worshipped them. He built altars in the temple of the Lord, of which the Lord had said, My name will remain in Jerusalem forever. In both courts of the temple of the Lord, he built altars to all the stereo hosts. He sacrificed his children in the fire in the valley of Ben-Hinnom. He practiced divination and witchcraft. He sought omens and consulted mediums and spiritists. He did much evil in the eyes of the Lord, arousing his anger. He took the image he had made and put it in God's temple, of which God had said to David and to his son Solomon, in this temple and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. I will not again make the feet of the Israelites leave the land I assigned to your ancestors. If only they will be careful to do everything I commanded them concerning all the laws, decrees, and regulations given through Moses. But Manasseh led Judah and the people of Jerusalem astray so that they did more evil than the nations the Lord had destroyed before the Israelites. Then the Lord spoke to Manasseh and his people but they paid no attention. So the Lord brought against them the army commanders of the king of Assyria, who took Manasseh prisoner, put a hook in his nose, bound him with bronze shackles, and took him to Babylon. In his distress, he sought the favor of the Lord his God, and humbled himself greatly before the Lord God of his ancestors. And when he had prayed to him, the Lord was moved by his entreaty, and listened to his plea. So he brought him back to Jerusalem and to his kingdom. Then Manasseh knew that the Lord is God. Afterward, he rebuilt the outer wall of the city of David, west of the Gion Spring in the valley, as far as the entrance of the fish gate, and encircling the hill of Ophel. He also made it much higher. He stationed military commanders in all the fortified cities in Judah. He got rid of the foreign gods and removed the image from the temple of the Lord as well as all the altars he had built on the temple hill and in Jerusalem. 
and he threw them out of the city. Then he restored the altar of the Lord and sacrificed fellowship offerings and thank offerings on it and told Judah to serve the Lord, the God of Israel. The people, however, continued to sacrifice at the high places but only to the Lord their God. I hereby decree concerning somebody here tonight. Every broken altar of the Lord in your life shall be rebuilt tonight. If only you know the importance of that prayer, you will say a louder Amen. tonight somewhere there are some entities that have built an altar and are gathering concerning your destiny but the bible gives me an assurance that even though they will surely gather they will gather in vain can i pray for one individual here tonight every evil altar raised against your destiny it shall crumble tonight be seated. I wanted to know that some of us when we came into this world when we were born we were born with fire in our belly. But somewhere along the line the fire died. And whatever happens to fire that dies the evidence that is left are ashes. That's why when a man is being buried they will say ashes to ashes dust to dust. You are alive, but your destiny already died. I have come here as a messenger of the Most High God. And I decree over your destiny. Every dead destiny shall arise tonight. Question number one. What does ashes represent? What do they represent? Ashes. Ashes represent unconfessed sins. Unconfessed sins. In the book of Proverbs chapter 28 verse 13. Proverbs chapter 28. Book of Proverbs chapter 28 verse 13. It says, He who covers his sins will not prosper. But whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Can I pray for five people under the sound of my voice tonight? As you come to the throne of grace tonight, there shall be mercy at your doorstep. If you believe it, let God hear your amen loud and clear. Do you know that was the case of Samson? Samson was born with so much fire, he was meant to shine brightly as a judge for his nation. Do you know that seated here is a judge for the nation of Nigeria? Do you know seated here is a judge for the continent of Africa? Do you know seated here is a judge for his generation in this dispensation? But somewhere along the line, the fire died and what is left are ashes. But I have come here with good news for you and bad news for every enemy of your destiny. 
In the name of the Lord of hosts, your fire will be rekindled tonight. In Judges chapter 16 verse 20. Judges chapter 16. Book of Judges chapter 16 verse 20. The Bible tells us that Delilah spoke and said, Samson, Samson, wake up. The Philistines are upon you. So he awoke from his sleep. And he said, I will go out as before at other times. And shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. Translation, he did not know that the fire had died. I don't know who God has sent me to tonight. And believe you me, I may not jump up and down, but it does not mean that the word of God will return unto him void until it has accomplished that which it was sent to do. I speak as the oracle of the Most High God over you. You will not end up like Samson in your generation. What represents ashes in your life? Number two, activities without refueling. Activity, activities without refueling. What is refueling? Retreat. When you take a step back and you go between yourself and God and you have time and say, Lord, 2019 is over. What do you have in mind for me for 2020? The past decade is over. What do you have in mind for me this decade? Those who work with me in U Province 5 know that we don't begin the year until we have had our retreat. How is this important? First Kings chapter 19 verses 1 to 18. 1 Kings chapter 19 verses 1 to 18 and Mark chapter 1 verses 32 to 39. Mark chapter 1 verses 32 to 39. It says, and Jesus, having done so many things, he retreated to the place of prayer so that he can refuel and recharge. I don't know whose battery died with 2019. I don't know whose brain died with 2019. I don't know whose future died with 2019, but I come here as a messenger of the King of Kings, and I decree over you tonight, every good thing that is dead in your life is coming back alive tonight. What does ashes represent? Number three. It represents broken focus and distractions. Broken focus and distractions. Luke chapter 8 verse 14. Luke chapter 8. Book of Luke chapter 8 verse 14. Luke chapter 8 verse 14. And then when you read also the book of Luke chapter 21 verses 34 to 36. Luke chapter 21 verses 34 to 36. It tells us that the cares of this world can make us lose focus and can distract us from the ultimate goal. Many of you, when you came into this university, you set yourself a goal that you are going to come out with a first class. You set yourself a goal that you are going to be the best student in your faculty. But as life began to unfold itself on campus, you lost focus. 
you were distracted. Money problems, other issues, and somehow, somehow, your grace began to drop. Now, all you are even praying for is just for you to pass. But I have come here with good news for you tonight. Because the fire you are catching tonight will rekindle your destiny. You will no longer carry over. When this fire that is coming upon you comes upon you tonight, you shall experience supernatural acceleration. If you don't believe it, don't say amen. But if you believe it, let your amen be the loudest. Please be seated. What do ashes, what do they represent? When fire has burned and ashes have left, are left, what do the ashes represent? It represents personal ambition and empire building. Personal ambition and empire building. Philippians chapter 2 verse 21. Philippians chapter 2 verse 21. Tells us that our ambition should be about building God's kingdom. The whole purpose for which we were created was to build God's kingdom here on earth. Which means that the embassy that God has placed here on this earth. You are meant to be the ambassador of that embassy. The reason why God placed you on this campus is so that you are his ambassador on this campus. But you got on this campus and your ambition took over. And you neglected the ambition of heaven. When the fire burns and it burns out and ashes are left, it represents personal ambition and your own personal empire building. Anytime you find yourself doing your will more than God's will, you are operating in ashes, not in fire. What do ashes represent? What number are we on? Number five. Complacency. Complacency. Amos chapter 6 verse 1. Book of Amos. Amos chapter 6 verse 1. It says, and I read, says, woe to you who are at ease in Zion. This is your Zion. But you have become complacent. And you are now at ease. When you should not rest until every soul on campus is born again. You are now at ease and you are at rest. When your plan and your ambition should be that there should be no occultic group on this campus. You have become at ease and say, as long as they don't disturb me, I will not disturb them. When darkness has become prevalent on campus, complacency has stepped in. That's why you are operating in ashes instead of fire. But I have come here with good news for you tonight. The most high God who shines brightly in the heavenly places it will baptize you afresh with fire tonight in the name of Jesus. Question number two. And I believe I'm in a student environment. That's why I'm doing a little bit of teaching. When I finish the teaching, some preaching will take place. After the preaching, some prophesying will take place. But I'm sure you know teaching is the foundation of everything. Question number two, how do you repair 
Or what do you do, I beg your pardon, with these ashes that you have found yourself with? Do you sweep these ashes away? Do you blow them away? Do you destroy it? No. The fact of the matter is those ashes are still your elements. And just like the dry bones got flesh again and came back to life, your ashes can become fire again. So what do you do with those ashes? You are to repair the altar of God. Repair the altar of God with those ashes. In 1 Kings chapter 18 verse 39. 1 Kings chapter 18. 1 Kings chapter 18 verse 39. You will see there, and Elijah called all the people. And when he called all the people, he told them, repair the altar with the burnt sacrifice on it. It's already burnt. What is left are ashes. And he repaired the altar that had been damaged. And before that day was over, fire fell. Can I pray for one person under the sound of my voice tonight? One person who has made up their mind that they will rebuild the altar of the Most High God. As you rebuild the altar of God in your life and on this campus, fire will fall tonight. If you believe you are the one God is speaking to, let your amen be the loudest. And the people, when they saw the fire fell, they fell on their faces and they said, the Lord is God. The Lord is God. Question number three. How do you repair this altar? How do you repair this altar? Number one, you must renew your vision. Renew your vision. This year is year 2020. And I've shared with one or two people recently that any time a man goes to see an ophthalmologist, and I'm sure you know what an ophthalmologist is, being students, ophthalmologist, pronounced ophthalmologist, but spelled O-P-H-C-H-A-L, you know the spelling, correct? The ophthalmologist checks your vision and sees whether you have good vision, perfect vision, or okay vision. And if your vision is perfect, the ophthalmologist will tell you you have 20-20 vision. But if your vision is defective, the ophthalmologist will refer you to an optician. And an optician will now prescribe glasses for you that will correct that vision. This year is year 2020. There's somebody under the sound of my voice tonight whose vision had been blurry, whose vision had been damaged, whose vision had been blocked. As the fire falls tonight, every scale blocking your vision will be destroyed permanently. What is that vision, you ask? What is your purpose and pursuit? Your number one vision should be to save souls. That should be your number one vision because whoever wins souls is wise, according to the Bible. And then after you have saved the souls, you are to empower the souls. How do we know this is important? 
because we have an instruction in the book of Matthew chapter 28 verses 18 to 20 Matthew 28 18 to 20 that we are to make disciples we are to baptize them we are to teach them we are to groom them if you are carrying fire you are supposed to be light which means that anywhere you find yourself you are meant to shine brightly how can you be somewhere and you not shine brightly if you are not winning souls you are not shining brightly what is this vision 2020 that you are supposed to do in renewing you are to infiltrate the society you have found yourselves infiltrate the society you have found yourselves God has placed you upon this campus to shed light because you have caught fire how do we know this? Luke chapter 24, verses 45 to 49. Luke 24, 45 to 49. And Acts chapter 17, verses 1 to 9. Acts chapter 17, verses 1 to 9. And then, how do you renew this vision? You make sure that you realign your vision with God's vision. Realign your vision with God's vision. And what is God's vision? is that no soul should perish, but every soul should make it to heaven. That's why the Bible says, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and to lose his soul? How do you repair the altar? Number two, you are to lay your life afresh upon this altar. You are to lay your life afresh upon this altar. When Abraham was about to sacrifice his son Isaac, are you telling me that Isaac, a young adult and youth, strong, with bicep and tricep, with muscles, with six-pack, eight-pack, ten-pack, was not strong enough to resist an 100-year-old, a 115, a 120-year-old man? He was strong enough to resist him. But when he asked the question, Father, where are we going to get the sacrifice? And the father said, don't worry, the Lord will provide. Isaac knew it was going to be the sacrifice. He got to the altar. They built the altar. He said, Father, where is the sacrifice? He said, don't worry. The Lord will provide. They saw no goats. They saw no ram. They saw no cow. Isaac knew it was going to be the sacrifice. When the time came for the father to tie him, he said, Daddy, don't worry. I will lie on the altar to make it easy for you. You don't have to carry me. He laid down on the altar made it easy for the father to tie him up. He presented himself afresh as the sacrifice upon the altar. Do you know that was the secret of success for Isaac? That was why he became greater than his father. Can I pray for somebody here today? In the name of the Lord of hosts, as you present yourself afresh, as a sacrifice upon the altar of God, you will be greater than your forefathers. If you believe it, let your amen be louder than your neighbor. Amen, 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 Philippians chapter 1 verse 21. Book of Philippians chapter 1. Book of Philippians chapter 1 verse 21. Says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. I have made up my mind a long time ago that I am ready to die for Christ. 
I was pastoring in Kaduna about 11 years ago and the crisis in Kaduna broke out. The Muslims went to a mosque on a Sunday night for their final prayer of the night and their imam said this new president that just became president, you know he's a Christian, he's not supposed to be. Let's go ahead and cause chaos. The man who prayed for him, that pastor is a redeemed pastor. So they began to attack redeemed churches. They burnt 47 of our zona headquarters. He told them the son of the man who prayed for him that he became a president is living in this town. So go and burn him alive. They were heading towards my house and everybody was running elter skelter. They called me from headquarters. They, let's get you out of there. I said, sir, when Christ called me, he said, go. He did not ask me to return. I have caught the fire. I am supposed to burn and burn brightly for him. And I'm not going to cover that fire. Because when you are a city, you are, a city, you are set upon a hill. You are shining brightly. You can never be covered. So they said, no problem. We'll be praying for you. God will be with you. Do you know that even in that same town, God took control. Before they were able to get to my doorsteps, God could control. Can I pray for somebody here who has made up his mind to shine and burn brightly for God? All those who want to quench your fire, if they don't repent, they will quench with tonight. And God gave us victory in that little town. How do we know that you can repair this altar? Number three, you are to cry for fresh fire. Cry for fresh fire. Because you must keep the fire burning. According to 1 Kings chapter 18 verses 36 to 38. 1 Kings chapter 18 verses 36 to 38. Elijah, Elijah told them build the altar pour water on it let it drench the wood let it drench the burnt offerings why? he had confidence that the God he serves will answer by fire how many of you here have that kind of confidence that when you lift up your voices to God in heaven fire will fall not many in our dispensation in our generation have that kind of confidence but Elijah, knowing that the same God who was the same yesterday is the same today and the same forevermore, told them, don't worry, pour as much water. You want to dampen my fire? Don't worry. There is a fire that supersedes water. Can I pray for somebody under the sound of my voice? Any evil water being poured on your fire so that it will quench you and push you out. I hereby decree it will fail over you. If you believe it, let God hear your amen loud and clear. Leviticus chapter 6 verses 9 to 13. Leviticus chapter 6. Leviticus chapter 6 verses 9 to 13. It says, and I read, it says, command Aaron and his son, saying, this is the law of the burnt offering. 
The burnt offering shall be on the heath, upon the altar, all night. When? All night. Until the morning. And the fire of the altar shall be kept burning on it. All night. Which means that it is not a mistake we are here tonight. There is a fire that is going to fall tonight that will burn all night. Because weeping may endure all night, but your joy cometh in the morning. There's somebody here who you come here with all manners of problems and situations. And you have looked for solutions to it without fail. But I have come here with good news for you tonight. As you are in this service today, in the name of the Lord of hosts, the fire that will come upon you will extinguish every evil work in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. By tomorrow morning, there will be a testimony in your mouth. So how do we achieve this? How do we achieve? Question number four. How do we achieve kindling the fire, rebuilding the altar? Number one, you must stay connected to the source of the fire. Stay connected to the source of the fire, the original fire. Number two, fire beget fire. So you must find people who can ignite you with fire and not those who will kill your fire. Connect with people who will ignite you, people who will set you on fire, not people who will kill your fire. According to Acts chapter 4, verses 24 to 31. Acts chapter 4, verses 24 to 31. Number three point is that you have to develop habits that will keep the fire burning. Develop habits that will keep the fire burning. Number one habit, worship. Number two habit, meditate on God's word. Number three habit, constantly pray without ceasing. Number four habit, fast. And thank God this is the season of fasting in the redeemed Christian church of God. When we started fasting at the beginning of the year, other ministries were wondering what is wrong with us. They thought we wanted to lose weight because of the Christmas food. But they had no idea that we were preparing for the future. Those same ministries now, every single one of them at the beginning of the year, they are now copying the redeemed Christian church of God. Why? Because they can see that this is a habit that keeps the fire burning. And then number five, you are to guard your heart because out of it comes the issues of life. Proverbs chapter 4 verses 23 to 27. Proverbs chapter 4 verses 23 to 27. You students being on campus, a lot will enter into your heart. Depression will set in. Before you know it, suicide will come in. Why? The devil does not attack somebody he does not deem to be a threat. But anytime the devil is attacking your destiny is because he can see that you are about to shine brightly. Can I pray for five people under the sound of my voice tonight? Every destiny under attack, I hereby decree the fire of the Most High God shall prevail over you. So you need to prepare for revival. And then God will send the fire. 
And whenever God sends the fire, it is fresh fire. Exodus chapter 3 verses 1 to 4. Exodus chapter 3 verses 1 to 4. Moses had been wallowing in failure. Stagnancy. Poverty. No future ambition. He was going nowhere quickly until a night like tonight when he saw fire fall. And the Bible says Moses turned to observe and that night marked a turning point in his destiny. He caught fresh fire. I don't know who God has sent me to tonight. You may be the Moses of your generation. So I hereby decree tonight will mark a turning point in your destiny. Amen. fresh fire, it means you have been baptized by fire. When you catch fresh fire, it means you have been baptized by fresh fire. According to Luke chapter 3 verses 16 and 17. Luke chapter 3 verses 16 and 17. And when you catch that fresh fire, it means that you have received power. It means that you have received power. According to Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. It says, and you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And when you have received power, it means that your potentials are activated. It means your potentials are activated. According to Acts chapter 2 from verses 14 to 41. Acts chapter 2 from verses 14 to 41. And when your potentials are activated, it means that your reproaches are burnt away. It means your reproaches are burnt away. According to Isaiah chapter 4 verses 1 to 5. Isaiah chapter 4. Isaiah chapter 4 verses 1 to 5. It says and I read. And then that day seven women shall take hold of one man saying. We will eat our own food and wear our own apparel. Only let us be called by your name to take away our reproach. In that day. The branch of the Lord shall be beautiful and glorious and the fruit of the earth shall be excellent and appealing for those of Israel who have escaped. And it shall come to pass that he who is left in Zion and remains in Jerusalem will be called holy. Everyone who is recorded among the living in Jerusalem when the Lord has washed away the filth of the daughters of Zion and purged the blood of Jerusalem from her midst by the spirit of judgment and by the spirit of burning. That is fire. Then the Lord will create above every dwelling place of Mount Zion and above our assemblies a cloud and smoke by day and the shining of a flaming fire by night. For over all the glory there will be a covering. There's somebody under the sound of my voice tonight in the name of the Lord of hosts, as the fire of God falls upon you, all your reproaches shall be burnt away. When you are baptized by fire, because when fire falls upon you, you are baptized by fire, you begin to shine brightly for God. Again, that was the case of Moses. In Exodus 34, 29 to 35, Exodus 34, 29 to 35. Moses who had been hanging his head in shame when he had that encounter in Exodus chapter 3 
and it marked a turning point in his life and he caught fire. The Bible says when Moses returned from having a conversation with God, his face was shining like fire. So much so, the Israelites could not look upon his face because it shone brightly. I don't know those who have been looking at you up until now and all they have been seeing is failure. All they have been seeing is disappointment. All they have been seeing is embarrassment. By tomorrow morning, when they see you from now, they will begin to see the glory of God all over you. If you believe it, let your amen be loud and clear. Do you know that was also the case of Solomon? In 2 Chronicles chapter 7 verses 1 to 3. 2 Chronicles chapter 7. 2 Chronicles chapter 7 from verses 1 to 3. It says, and I read, When Solomon had finished praying, fire came down from heaven. Many of us think it is only Elijah that prayed and fire fell. Solomon prayed and fire fell. He had finished praying. He did not get a match. He did not get a lighter. As soon as he finished opening his mouth, fire fell from heaven and consumed the burnt offering. What is burnt? It is already ashes. Burnt offering and the sacrifices. The sacrifices are the fresh offerings. Oh, did you get that? The burnt offering are the ashes but the sacrifices are the fresh offerings. Fire fell from heaven and consumed the burnt offerings and the sacrifices and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. And the priest, Solomon was not a priest. He was not a pastor. He was not ordained. He was a young adult and youth just like you. And the priest could not enter the house of the Lord. But Solomon was there in the house of the Lord. Basking in the glory. Why? Because it was the one that opened his mouth and fire fell. Can I pray for somebody here? Where they thought you would never reach. Where they thought you would never get to. Not only will you get there, you will surpass there. Then verse 3 says, When all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord on the temple, they bowed their faces to the ground on the pavement and worshipped and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Do you know Solomon was not meant to sit on the throne? He had older brothers. He had taller brothers. He had more muscular brothers. In fact, he had more intelligent brothers. That's why when he offered a sacrifice to God and God visited him at night and gave him a blank check, Solomon asked for one thing. He said, Lord, I know I am a fool. I know I am stupid. I know I am a mumu. I know I am an ordensing. All I am asking for, just give me wisdom. So that amongst my brethren, I will no longer be a failure. So that I will no longer be a laughing stock amongst my brethren. 
Turn my situation around. Baptize me with fresh fire of intelligence. There are some of us here. They know you with God. They know you with Christ. But academically, you are a failure. Anytime results come out and you go to the board, you are checking from the bottom because that's where you usually find your name. Anytime you are sitting an exam, you are checking, you are in jitters because you know that you don't have the capacity. Meanwhile, Muslims are number one, number two, number three, and children of God are number one, number two, number three from the bottom. That is an error. Can I pray for the first three people that will catch this fire tonight? Because of the fire coming upon you tonight, you will be baptized with intelligence. You will be baptized with wisdom. If you believe it, let your amen be the loudest. Solomon and God said because you have not asked for riches Solomon was focused you have not asked for cars you have not asked for houses you have not asked for anything else he said I will give you what you have asked for and then I will give you Jara you see when you go for the right thing the God will serve he will give you nyafu nyafu I don't know who God is speaking to tonight. In the name of the Lord of hosts, as you sacrifice yourself on the altar of God tonight, much more than you can ever ask or think, exceedingly abundantly more, the Most High God shall baptize you with tonight. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Do you know you can't carry fire and be hidden? It is impossible for you to carry fire and then you are hidden. It is impossible. Wherever you are, because you carry fire, darkness cannot comprehend it. You will continuously shine. You may be in the bush. Do you know people will come to the bush to come and seek you out? You may be in the wilderness. People will come and look for you in the wilderness. Why? Because you carry something. Because when you are loaded, you are needed. Can I pray for somebody tonight? As the fire of God comes upon you afresh, you will be loaded for your generation. And because you are loaded for your generation, you will be needed by your generation. chapter 6 verses 1 to 7. Acts chapter 6. Acts chapter 6 verses 1 to 7. It says, Now in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplying, there arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenists because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. Then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, it is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. 
And the same pleased the whole multitude. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. They gave a description and then they mentioned everybody else. And Philip, and Prochorus, and Nicanor, and Timon, and Paminas, and Nicholas, a proselyte from Antioch, and when whom they set before the apostles, and when they had prayed, they laid hands on them. Then the word of God spread, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. Whose name came first? Who stood out amongst all of them? Can I pray for one individual here today? You may be the last born of your family. You may even be the black sheep of your family. You may be the unwanted one in your family, in your household. But as the fire of the Most High God comes upon you tonight, you will outshine all others. that was the case of Joseph. Joseph was number 11 out of number 12. However, he carried something. So much so that number 11 was put as a supervisor over all the other 11. Number 11 was supervising firstborn, secondborn, thirdborn. Can that be done in our generation? God can use you. You can be the Joseph of your generation if you are a male, and if you are a female, you can be the Josephine of your generation. Because fire is falling upon you tonight. Can I pray once again for one individual? Whether it is a male or a female, because you are going to carry fire from now on, you will outshine all others. Please be seated. I'll share a testimony with you and we will pray. I've shared this testimony before, but for the benefit of those who haven't heard it, I will repeat it because it is a testimony that is worth hearing. Many years ago, a young man from Abelkuta saw how his grandfather ended, saw how his father was going to end, and he knows that they are very intelligent in their family, but for some reason, Nobody amounts to anything. He made up his mind that he was not going to end up like his father or his grandfather. So he hustled, left the shores of Nigeria, got to England, and gained admission into Cambridge University. And for those of you, obviously, as I'm sure you know, you know Cambridge University is one of the best universities in the world. If you're talking about the top three universities, you mentioned Cambridge, Oxford, and Harvard. Whilst he was at Cambridge University, he combined two degrees at the same time, two. When others were struggling with one, when he graduated, he graduated with a double first class degree. He's, always, you know, he's one of those people that his brain is on fire, a fico, always on point. But the moment he graduated, you would think that his destiny was sorted, secure, but the evil ones, all the way from Abel Kuta, followed him to London, 
And they said, we can see that you want to start shining brightly a bit. We will show you. So they decided to form an evil cloud to cover his star from shining. Can I pray for somebody here today? Every evil cloud covering your star, stopping you from shining brightly. As the fire of God falls tonight, it shall dissolve permanently. This young man started applying for jobs. First year, no employment. Second year, no employment. Other people will come to him. He will coach them. And as soon as he coaches them, they pass their exams with flying colors and they get a very good job. I'm sure there are some of us like that here. That in your class, in your faculty, in your course, other people come to you. You coach them. You teach them. But when you write the exams, the people you coach, they get higher scores than you. I have come with good news for you tonight and bad news for every enemy of your progress. From tonight, henceforth, you will no longer fall behind. employment, no job. He wanted to be a cleaner. They said, sorry, you are overqualified. He wanted to be a bus driver. They said, sorry, you are overqualified. But on a day like today, he heard that our father and the Lord Pastor E. Adiboy, the general of himself, the redeemed Christian church of God was coming into town. And this young man said, enough is enough. Today an end must come to this reproach. Is there anybody here like that? whose mind is made up that enough of reproach, enough of studying without retaining, enough of going for lectures and not understanding, enough of writing exams and still coming out as a failure. I hereby decree over you there shall be a turnaround. went into the service and when he got into the service as our father and the Lord was ministering this young man would jump up and say I receive it it is mine in the name of Jesus all the fine babes who were sitting next to him were making fun of him all the big guys you know the big bubbles on campus they were making fun of him what's wrong with him eh? my guy don't fall our hand now we don't jump like monkeys in London yeah, behave yourself, chill, chillax, relax. Yeah, take it easy. They were busy forming big boy, big babe. But this guy did not care. He knew where the shoe was pinching him. He knew that his destiny was at stake. And as he was jumping up, as he was claiming his own, he was claiming their own and adding to his own. So turn to your neighbor and say, Neighbor, if you are slow tonight, I will catch your fire. Grab your miracles. Grab your blessings. Grab your breakthrough. Grab your testimonies. And add them to my own. After all, a wolf, not the wrong bellow. You know, 
this young man knew where the shoe was pinching him. After the service ended, he got to the bus stop. Now, for those of you who have been to London, Uh, I can see 50 people got to receive it. Okay. A hundred people got to receive it. Okay. About 200 people got to receive it. See, some people are forming big boy, big big. And they're saying, me, I cannot shout to. Oh. No shaking. The breakthrough is not for you. But if you receive it, before this year is over, you will no longer be a local champion. You will become an international superstar. See, you may not have a passport, let alone a visa. But the Bible says, be it unto you according to your faith. Why? Because at the God we serve, he causes things that be not as though they were. Before this year is over, you will no longer be a local champion. So, for those of you who have been to London, Those who have been to America. Those who have been to Europe. Those who have been to Dubai. You know what I'm talking about. Those are my own people. Those are my own people. Do you know, by the special grace of God, within the last 24 hours, I have been in three different countries. Within the last 24 hours. And this is somebody who came out of a family from a village that was not on the map of Nigeria. Now, we travel abroad as if we are going to the market. Can I pray for one person? Just one. Just one. Just one. In a short matter of time, very, very, very soon, you will no longer be a local champion. I was at a program in London yesterday. I came in. Other senior pastors had been there. They were seated. And they took me from the car park and took me to the front seat. Amongst all... You saw me there, Abby. <laughs> yeah, clear vision. 2020 vision. And I was looking at myself. I'm the youngest amongst all of them. I'm the one that comes from a family that nobody reckoned with years ago. But look at what God has done. Can I pray for two people? Just two. In a short matter of time, as the fire of God comes upon you, as you begin to shine brightly for God, anywhere you find yourself, you will find yourself in a place of honor.
was in Doha, Qatar this morning. And when I entered my flight coming to Nigeria, I was the only one in first class. And the attendants, about six of them, were saying, choose any seat you want, choose. And I remembered when the first time I entered the plane, my seat was next to the toilet. And I said, God, is this me? Can I pray for somebody here? In a short matter of time, because of the fire of success that is coming upon you, anywhere you find yourself, you will find yourself at the pinnacle. Good. Uh, if your neighbor does not understand, translate for your neighbor. So, for those of you who have been to London, you know that in London, when you want to get on the bus, you buy a ticket called a day saver ticket. See, that ticket, anywhere you want to go, you don't have to pay again. You just show them the ticket. North, south, east, or west, they take you there. You know what I'm talking about. This young man was about to buy his ticket and his phone rang. There's somebody under the sound of my voice tonight. A fire of testimonies will come upon you tonight. His phone rang and they said, Hello, are we speaking to you at Damilari Adeboe? Ah, you are slow. Mention your name. Mention your name. Okay, if you cannot mention your name, mention my name. He said, Yes, speaking. See, there are some of us on the day of opportunity, the call entered voicemail. But I stand here as a mouthpiece of the Most High God. The call that will change your destiny will not enter into voicemail. He picked up the phone. He said, yes, speaking. They said, sir, Two and a half years ago, you interviewed with us when you graduated. We told you don't call us. He said, sir, we are now calling you. There are ten people under the sound of my voice. Everywhere a door had been shut in your face. Because of the fire of success coming upon you tonight, seven doors will be opened in this place. Sir, we would like you to come in on Monday morning. The young man said, eh, eh, eh. The Oyibo man said, What is eh, eh? He said, No, 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 no. I don't want to come in on Monday morning. I want to come now. When do you want the fire to fall? When do you want your baptismal by fire? Now. 
When do you want doors to be opened unto you? When do you want the shackles of failure to burn away? Do you know what happened in the fairy furnace? For Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. When the king wanted to destroy their destinies because they would not bow to any other god, he thought by throwing them into the fire would consume them. But he did not know that they were children of the consuming fire. Why? Because the people that he sent to throw them into the fairy furnace, what did the fire do? He consumed them. When they got inside the fire, as I'm sure you know, for those of you who are science students, it is not the fire that kills, it is the heat of the fire. It is the combustion. You know what I'm talking about. So, when they entered into the consuming fire, the consuming fire consumed the heat. <laughs> oh, somebody got that. The absence of heat leads to air condition. So, inside the fire, when there was no heat, they were in air condition. They threw you inside the fire, expecting you to be consumed. But I have come here with good news for you and bad news for them. All those throwing you into the fire, the fire will consume them. This young man said, no, 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 I want to come. They said, sir, this is not a working day. We don't have meetings, appointments today. But we will make an exception for you. See, when you are baptized by fire, you become exceptional. And when you are exceptional, exceptions will be made for you. Which means protocol will be broken for you. Can I pray for five people here tonight? As you catch the fire of the Most High God, everywhere you find yourself, protocol will be broken for you. They said, no problem, you can come. That young man got on the bus. He got to the company. When he got to the company, they said, oh, you are welcome, sir. Please come in, sir. Please take a seat, sir. Oh, I receive it, I receive it, I receive it. <laughs> when have you ever gone somewhere to look for employment or admission and they were referring to you as sir? Are you not the one who got there and you were saying, good morning, sir. Good morning, ma. I am here for this. Please, can you help me? But there had been a turnaround. <laughs> See, Exodus chapter 3, when the fire fell, and Moses saw the fire, the Bible says he turned to look. And when he turned to look, that point marked a turning point. A turnaround took place. And God baptized him with fresh fire. Can I pray for 50 people here? This service tonight will mark a turnaround in your destiny. Amen. 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 
they set a table for him. He sat down. They put a dick icon. They put shawarma. They put hot dog. They put fisherman soup. They put Maltina. They put Chapman. They put all manners of things. You receive it? You receive abundance? You receive plenty? You receive blessings? You receive provision? It is your portion in the name of Jesus. of you is not that you are not brilliant but you never have enough to eat. So there is not enough for your brain to function at full capacity. You are always, you are always doing me. Do you know what wude means? When you take a small piece of gari and you put it into a water in a big bowl and then you leave it and then you go and come back and you tell the gari me, mombo, me. Can I pray once again for somebody who has been experiencing not enough up until now? Because of the fire coming upon you, you will begin to experience more than enough. After the young man finished everything, after all, a wolf knew the rumble. One of the managers spoke and said, Sir, for the matter for which we asked you to come. See, when you came to us two and a half years ago, after you graduated, we wanted you badly. A double first class degree from Cambridge University, we wanted you. However, we saw your country of origin. We saw that you are from Nigeria. And we know the reputation of you Nigerians. And we did not want you to come here and do a more shaitan, or more relay for us translation we didn't want you to come here steal all our money and run back to your country so we told you don't call us we will call you they put him on he's coming you know when they put you in he's coming he's coming he's coming you're just sitting down there you're waiting you're waiting all those who have been putting you on is coming all those who have been posting you all those who have been procrastinating your destiny tonight they will begin to seek you out said sir we found ourselves in a conundrum our business is doing so well we no longer want to operate in England alone we want to operate all over Europe we want to be in Germany we want to be in Italy we want to be in Spain we want to be in Portugal I, I receive it if you don't receive it so we thought to ourselves who can handle such a project that it will not be too cumbersome for them. And all of a sudden, we remember you. See, when fresh fire comes, it opens the book of remembrance concerning. Because when you were dulling before, when fresh fire comes, you will not begin to shine. And they will not begin to say, ah, who is that boy? Who is that girl? And then the response will be, Oluwa Damilara Deboin. See, when David came before King Saul and shared his testimony, he said, your boy, your, your, your small boy, when a lion came, I was able to deal with it. When a bear came, I was able to deal with it. This uncircumcised Philistine, 
the God who helped me to deal with those ones will help me deal with him. Saul said, okay, don't forget, oh, you are a small boy. He, he has been a warrior from the day of his youth. You, you are just a younger daughter and youth. Ah, you are telling me he has been a warrior since the day of his youth? His own people encouraged him. Now I am about to be a warrior in the day of my youth. You are discouraging me, Abba. If you cannot encourage, say, God, go with you. Hey, King Saul said, in fact, you cannot go alone. Come and take my armor. And then they put all that weight upon David. And he began to weigh him down. But David, being an educated young adult and youth from Axel, brought out his tablet, brought out his smartphone, and he googled Goliath. When he googled Goliath, he went to the brook and picked five smooth stones. Why did he pick five smooth stones? Knowing fully well that he only needed one stone to kill Goliath. He googled Goliath and he discovered that Goliath had four other brothers. So if he uses one stone for Goliath, he has a stone in place for every other brother. Can I pray for every Goliath? Stopping you from shining brightly. Today they shall perish. They said, we remembered you all of a sudden. So tell us how much do you think you will need for us to mobilize you? Uh, sharp guy. You know, Nigerians they carry last. Especially those of us from this part of the country. Uh, my guy made a quick calculation. When he opened his mouth, Fornes started to flow. He said, well, if I have 25 million pounds, <laughs> I should be able to do something. He's from Abel Kutau. He's speaking the Queen's English. Why? Because when your level changes, your language changes. Can I pray for 50 people under the sound of my voice tonight? As fresh fire comes upon you, your level will change for the best. does fire burn? Do you see fire burning downwards? Do you see it burning sideways? How does fire burn? As fresh fire comes upon you tonight, you will go to the highest level. When he spoke, the devil came. As usual, see your life. You, 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 who will give you 25 million pounds? Why don't you ask for 250,000? Eh? Pata Pata asked for 2.5. He wanted to open his mouth to say, Ah, I think I may have miscalculated. But the Holy Spirit is the one that baptizes with fire. 
The Bible says they were in the upper room. They were of one accord. And the Holy Spirit descended. Like what? Like cloves of fire. And rested upon them. As he was about to open his mouth to say, I made a mistake. The Holy Spirit interceded. The Bible says we ask and we receive not because we ask and miss. But the Holy Spirit maketh intercession with what? With groanings. So the Holy Spirit interceded. Before he could open his mouth to sabotage his breakthrough, the Holy Spirit interceded. Can I pray for a hundred people here tonight? Before you sabotage your revival tonight, the Holy Spirit will intercede on your behalf. One of the managers now spoke up and said, Sir, you must not understand what we want to do. For what we want to do, 25 million pounds simply won't do. Yeah, we are, we are going somewhere. I'm listening. So, this is what we will do. We will advance you with 250 million pounds. I receive it for my family, for my ministry, for my generations to come. The young man opened his mouth. He said, Cha. There is They said that's not all That's not all Said, See everywhere you establish our company All over Europe We will provide you with a six bedroom mansion You will have a gardener You will have a cook You will have somebody who will clean You will have somebody who will iron You receive it it is yours in the name of Jesus. They said not only that. We don't want our representative catching the bus or catching the train. So we will provide you with a brand new Mercedes S-Class. In every nation. With a chauffeur, not a driver. A chauffeur. The young man opened his mouth. He said, Child, there is. As I speak to you today, that young man lives one mansion in one European country. He gets into his S class. He is chauffeured by his own personal chauffeur. He gets to the airport. And for those of you who have been on international flights, when he gets on the plane, he turns left instead of turning right. For those of you who have been, you know the difference now. You know that when you turn right, you are turning towards the economy. But when you turn left, it is towards first class. I used to turn right. My seat number used to be 99F. And I used to say to myself, what's wrong with those people in first class? Why are they spending all that money for nothing? Are we not going to the same destination? Are they going to take off, take off before me? Uh, what kind of food are they going to eat that I've never seen before? 
In fact, if the plane should crash, is it not those in first class that would die first? Don't mind me on a bad belly, they worry me. <laughs> but on a day like today, I caught fire. I caught fire. I caught fire. And the fire that was burning upwards took me from 99F. Took me all the way to 1A. I opened my mouth. I said, Cha. Do you know life is a journey? And some of you are traveling that journey right now in seat 99F. When you are supposed to be in seat 1A. But God sent me here. Because you cannot give what you don't have. He has asked me to give you what I carry. And I deposit that over your life tonight. The fire for the top. It shall come upon you tonight. As we speak, that young man this year is going to be 32 years old. He has mansions all over Europe. Hundreds of millions in the bank. And I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure I hear some of the sisters say, Pastor, I receive. Uh, when they are saying I receive, what they are saying is I receive him. Book <laughs> uh, uh, a sister up. Let me just get his digits. All I want to do is just say hi. Uh, Pastor, is he married? If he's married, is he happily married? If he's happily married, does he have a brother? Can I pray for somebody here? The kind of fire that will come upon you for eternity will set you apart from your peers forever. Raise those hands to the most high God. And you will lift up your voice louder than your neighbor. Because the noisiest child gets the most attention. Cry unto the most high God and say, Father! Oh, cry like you mean business. Say, Father! Fresh fire! success fire of prosperity fire of favor fire of promotion fire of fruitfulness fire of honor let it come upon me Talk to the most high God.
Father, let your fire fall. Let it fall. Let it fall. Let it fall. Right now, let it fall. On that brother, let it fall. On that sister, let it fall. The fire of success. The fire of favor. The fire of promotion. The fire of advancement. Let it fall, let it fall, let it fall. Baptize us with your fire. Baptize us with your fire. Set us alive for you. Set us alive for you. Let us burn brightly, academically, spiritually, politically, financially, economically. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Grab your neighbor's hand. Grab your neighbor's hand. One of you will chase a thousand. Two of you, ten thousand. Three of you, a hundred thousand. Four of you, a million. So join your hands with your neighbor. When Samson was in his heyday, his own people, family within, enemy within, tied him up and they handed him over to enemies without. But then the Bible says that what they tied him with, fire came, burnt it, and it came out as it was nothing. You will lift up the hands of the person you are holding. And you will cry to the Most High God and say, Father! Every family bondage operating in the life of my neighbor Tonight, destroy permanently. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Rekaya baka baka tom de 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 bo makaboko sheke ke 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 de 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 bo len de 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 bo 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 koshu enemy in my father's house enemy in my mother's house enemy in the compound enemy in the school enemy at my workplace enemy of my joy. Enemy of my peace. 
enemy of my progress tonight destroy permanently 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 Reke Yeboko Shanda Dadaba Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. The worst type of champion to be is an ex-champion. It would be a shame for you to carry fire today and tomorrow you are now ashes. The fire you carry must not die. Because if it dies, then the devil has room to rule over you. This may be the last prayer point, but it is by no means the least. Cry to the Most High God, putting your hands on your head. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Lord says there's somebody here. All those behind your family failure. Right in their bedrooms right now. Fire has started to burn them. Oh, thank you, Lord. The Lord says there's another person here. That you will get a call. that will confirm that the person behind all your woes has passed away. Ah, the, thank you, Father. The Lord says there's somebody here that soon, very, very soon, all those you have been going to go and beg money for to pay school fees to buy books to feed yourself to pay for transportation the Lord says that when the turnaround takes place they will begin to approach you for help put your hands on your heads and cry to the most high God and say father, father. cry like you mean business say father, father. your fire upon me let it never die go ahead and talk to the most high God